I've always wanted to do a podcast. Um, I was asking my mom, okay, let's say we're on a team. We're on a team and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do something like, you know, as a team, what would our team name be? And what? We started, we, well, we started out with Chrissy Poo and. Well, we, we started oh, with no, mother and daughter. Mother and daughter. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I don't know if that sounds good. And then, and then we were going to use the Cree. Are you going to so, use Gawin or Nagawi and Danis or. Yeah, something like that, which is but, like mother and daughter and yeah. Cree. And then we it's, came up with. Solemn Matrix. So when I Googled it, I actually found someone that had this name, but it was it was it was different because it was actually Solo Matrix, Matrix yeah. and I guess they create like um, iPod iPod cases and stuff. And but we didn't want to be Solo Matrix. We wanted to be Solemn Ma- Solemn Matrix because uh, of course my mom's last name is Solomon and my last name is Gratrix. <laughs> So it's just combining both of our names, and it just sounds like, yeah, sounds good. Anyways. Sounds like <laughs> it sounds like that movie Matrix. That's what I think about. You think of the Matrix? Yeah, I think about Matrix. So would you take the red pill or the blue pill? What does the red pill do? <laughs> <laughs> the good one. <laughs> the good one. Wait, what is the good one? Okay, so I, I think it's the red pill stops it and then they are able to track you and bring you into the matrix or bring you out of the matrix into the reality but if you take the blue pill you forget everything and you stay within the matrix where your mind is tricked where your mind is tricked to being this battery and operating this these uh machines yeah you'd rather be tricked i'd rather be tricked you want to feel no pain i don't feel no pain (laughs) i want want you want to to become a potential (laughs) agent right and then not remember after that. Just erase my memory. <laughs> you don't care. You don't, don't care, care if you kill people or do anything no, as long as you don't remember. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm like, that's bad. <laughs> I don't really want to remember who I killed, right? <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's not what that that that's not what that name means, away. No. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to scare me now. No. Oh, okay. Solemn Matrix does not mean that we go out and kill people. No, yeah. But it's good then as we... long as we don't remember. <laughs> Bad enough I'm not remembering now. <laughs> Wait, are you telling us you killed someone? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. No, no, no. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> now you really got me thinking. <laughs> so, okay. I, so as I was saying before, well, um, my mother is her language. Her second language is actually English. Her first language is Cree. Yeah. So sometimes, <laughs> so sometimes most of the hilarity comes from because she just doesn't understand what we're saying. So, <laughs> so and the other and the other way around too, because I would be thinking Cree. But that Cree would turn out to be a broken English. Huh? See, you didn't understand that, did you? <laughs> no. no. See, I think Cree, mm-hmm. but I'll say it in English, but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Remember? Okay. I'll remember, is it, what? Say that again, you'd be telling me. <laughs> and I would say, and I'd be saying, oh, geez, no, I translated that into English right away. Because you know, I think, I, I think, 
I always think Cree when I'm talking. Well, I think I, I think the funny thing is that so because I grew up all my life with someone whose second language is English, um, you're used to it. I'm used to broken English <laughs> to the point where I actually am really good at understanding people who, who are speaking to, broken English. Yes. So, yeah, when some people are, you you're know, a, someone, you're a pro at it because yeah. you grew up in that. Yeah. So when someone comes, they don't speak English very well and they're saying something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone else is like, what? And I'm like, oh, they just said this. And they were like, how would you get that? And I'm like, oh, you know, broken English is my thing. <laughs> I'm like, but English you is... Say, but you didn't say my mom is <laughs> I do. I say, I, you know, my mom... They would understand that, right? My away. mom's second language is English, so I grew up listening to broken English all my life. Although, you know, if you if you hear her now, she sounds kind of okay, but she's actually worse when she comes home. So she goes home about... Yeah, for two weeks I'll go home or sometimes... Yeah, you should go home time. about once a year and you'll go home and you'll speak Cree, especially when you're with your, your sister. Yeah. They like to speak Cree when, they're, when they think uh, they're being secretive and we can't hear them. Although I do understand quite a bit. Yeah. Although I can't speak it myself, I can understand them talking, so... They they not only speak Cree but they got a whisper around me. And we try, and not only that we tried for you not to not to understand it. We'll say it fast. We'll speak Cree yes, fast. Yes, because my mom's dialect is really really fast. So if she's slower, I can understand because I just pick the words that I know yeah. and then I guess what they're saying. But if they are going like full speed, I'm like I I miss that. Yeah, <laughs> we deliberately do that. See. <laughs> So you don't pick up any words so fast, you know. Yeah, because I can't do the sentence. I just pick the words that I know, and then based on what they've said and the words that I do know, I kind of guess what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always wanted to do a podcast. My mom is, like I said, very funny, and I always... Um, I always get her to tell these stories and I know we've told stories before on the vlog that I had before. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. What do you think we should talk about in our podcasts? Let's talk about all those times that you try to, uh, every time we'd go home, remember your granny Lottie's place and, and, uh, you would call over there, remember? And <laughs> you want to hear remember I was telling that, remember that part where <laughs> I tried to tell you. Oh to, my goodness. This one's so horrible. <laughs> you called there. I said. Uh, yes. Well, cause I called there one time and so my grandparents did not speak English and I called there and then I realized I didn't know enough to say, is my, is my mom done? there? Like, is my mom there? Can I talk to Christine? And I was like. Just totally blank. Didn't know what to say. I was trying to say it in English. My grandmother didn't understand me at all. <laughs> I was like, um, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm totally failing right now. And because all the Cree words I knew weren't getting me anywhere. <laughs> like all I wanted to say was, is my mother there? Yeah. I'm call- or I'm calling for Christine. I need to know how to call there and say, like, how would I ask for you on the phone? Yeah. So you were telling me how to ask for you, and I can't remember exactly what I said, but I know, I know now that the word that I was trying to say was witamu. Yeah. Which means I am calling. And you said witagu. And I I said (laughs) witagu. And if you know what, so witamu means I'm calling, witagu means 
the devil. The devil. <laughs> the devil. Or, my my. The devil. My mom is the one that you said. Like you know. But I was, said it kind of fast, and then I realized that I had said it wrong. So then I tried to say Witamu, and what ended up coming out was, <laughs> the devil is calling. I want to talk to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, my grandma Lottie started saying something really, really fast. I was like, whoa, 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 I don't know what you're saying. And then I hear my mom in the background and my grandma's just going like really, really fast. And I was like, I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> then my mom gets on the phone and my mom's like, hello? And I'm like, it's Aretha. I was trying to call for you. She's like, what did you say? <laughs> And I was like, well, I tried to say what you said, but I think I said the wrong one. And she was like, well, she's like, your grandmother just said that you're sick in the head because you're telling her that you're the devil and you're calling your mother. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I said the wrong one. <laughs> and you were supposed to say, well, I was trying to tell you, mom. That's what I was trying to tell you. Well, you told me two versions. But I said there was two versions. Because you told me that one. You said that one's like a simpler one. If I just want to be simple. We the moo. I was going to say, that's another one. that. Yeah, we the moo and the mama. We the moo and the mama. Aretha. And that's what I was trying to say. But I said we the goo. And then when I realized I'd said it, I tried to switch it around. She thought you were really sick that day. You must have went crazy. Did she, did she start getting worried because maybe she, now she's telling me, you shouldn't have left her alone. See, now she's probably, you know, she's probably did something wrong with her while she was talking like that. I said, no, no, no. I was trying to teach her how to say, you know, this is Aretha. I would like to talk to my mom. That's what I was trying to tell you to say in Cree. And after I said that to her, she just laughed. <laughs> After, but it was a relief to find out that I was trying to get you to, you know, to say, is my mom there? Or, you know, this is Aretha calling, can you tell, or call my mom, or something like that, anyway. Mm-hmm. But you went and told him, this is the devil calling, and holy jeez. <laughs> I was even worse. Which but I... Uh, she never, she, she, has, she never forgot that. <laughs> and my dad is sitting there in the chair laughing away, and... Only uh, she's trying. That's what my dad said. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, she wanted to say she's the devil. <laughs> I mean, but you have to agree, right? Witamu and Witagu sound really similar. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why I know Witagu so well is because when the my mother, devil. when my mother would get mad at us, she'd sometimes call us Witagushish. Which means like devil child. Little devil child, you little <laughs> devil. You little devil. Oh, oh, you know what the other funny thing is? So in our dialect, so we're, we're from, we're from like Hudson Bay, James Bay. Yeah. So we speak Swampy Cree or we're Swampy Cree and our dialect is Oji Cree. So we, we do more like D and G sounds. And uh, so grandma over there is Gookum. Yeah. And... Is Gookum, but like for short, like nickname, kind of like Nana or Granny, um, version of that is Gugu. So I always say yeah, because that that's just a. It's like a nickname. Like a nickname. Yeah, yeah, like a nickname, like a short, like 
version of it. So it was Google. <laughs> and so well, we, where we live is in Alberta, and their planes greet, and theirs is more K and T sounds, yeah. like a T sh- sound. And and so here, they say grandma is cook em. Yeah. <laughs> so I was telling my friend's mom one day, because she wanted to be cook em, and they always called her cook em, and I was like, hey, you know, where we're from, we, we say goo because that's short for gook but here the dialect is cook em, so then you can be cuckoo. <laughs> She didn't like it. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't like it at all. <laughs> Cuckoo. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, she didn't yeah. go for it. She said, "Don't you dare call me that." <laughs> I no, was like, just a, Dorothy, a Dorothy Trapper, like you know, the woman that uh, she was the one that took care of us when we left when we were mm-hmm. before we left the residential school for the residential school. We were we always we, we lived with them and. She was the one that started that, where she, as soon as her grandchildren were born, or the first grandchild, she started the, having her grandchildren calling her Gugu. That's how I started that, because I thought it was neat. Yeah, so all, all of... So a lot of people now, in Moosonee especially, are having their kids using that word as Gugu, like for Gukum. So it's more like a nickname. And I like that better. Than okay. Cool. Okay. But you have to tell me how this one started, okay? Because I still don't understand this one. It doesn't one even that? make sense. Okay. So sometimes the way my mom, especially for in store, sometimes she'll just use words like just that we know. And so when you have like pads, like when you're on your period pads, she calls them gookum pads. <laughs> Where does that come from? Because if you're a gookum, you're new, you don't have your period anymore. That's Why the, would you call them gookum pads then? See, that's how we were taught when we were young. That they're so called gookum pads? They're, they're all gookum pads because gookums don't have periods. So why would they and have they, pads? It's, it's just a, I don't know whether my grandma always used to call that. All the old ladies would, would say that to their kids. You know, has it come yet? That's the only way. And... I don't know what it is about the gookum part, but um, I don't know. I don't know the uh, the story in that. Maybe. Okay. Maybe maybe, maybe we can maybe we can find out, or maybe we can get someone to comment I can, and post. I it. can find out by calling people at in, at home at home in cash. Mm. So. So we'll we'll pick that up from there. I've always, so you heard my mom say cash, and the funny thing is, is I've always known it as cash, because that's, that's what but my mom lo- says, and that's what my grandpa used to say, and I didn't know. No, no, the grandpa, the, the grandpa <laughs> always say cash at you. No, he always said cash. Did he? Oh, yes. I've never heard him say cash. I only heard him say cash, Kishichuan. and I only heard you say cash, but it's Kisichuan. It's Kisichuan. Kisichuan. And uh, First Nation, which is actually where we're from. We're yeah. members of Kisichuan First Nation. Yeah. Which is another thing I was saying. So here's the funny thing too. So we were doing family trees and looking around and stuff. And and um, the funny thing is I was asking, how are we members of Kesechuan? Because Kesechuan is, uh, is a reserve that's part of a band, which is Fort Albany First Nation and Kesechuan First Nation's makeup Albany band. Yeah. So technically we're registered with Albany band. With Albany band. And 
but technically your mother was a member of because we're we're part of that one because your grandfather or your dad is from Kisichuan, and then your mother is from Attawabascat. And then my stepmother, or my stepmother, my step-grandmother, Lottie, is also from Attawabascat as well. And then, but your mom's dad was from Waskaganish. Yeah. So technically, it's just all over. And I was wondering, how do they ch- pick and choose which one you're from? Because Muskegawak um, Council is actually made up of everything in Hudson Bay, James Bay. Yeah. And so I was asking, how, how do you decide where which one you're from and who you're registered with it always goes by the father the male wherever that male is registered Mm -hmm. Hmm. but most of them are not if you're not married then usually usually it goes with the mom with the mom if you're not married okay but if you're legally married then the father is the one that will you register your kids Okay. So, so like I said, we've started this podcast. We're going to talk about many things. Um, I guess uh, we should ask people what they want us to talk about because um, a little bit about myself. Um, so, I was born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta. And, and so, I've always lived here. Um, yeah, I, I love to write. I love to tell stories. I love to do stuff. So, I'm trying to do more of that this year. I've always wanted to do a podcast um, me and my mother are very close. Um, my mother lives with me. I always say that specifically. Not the I other don't, way around before. I don't live with my mother anymore. My mother lives with me. <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> so while now it's I was, your turn. While I was going to school, um, I still lived with my mom because I was getting funding to go to school. But actually, you didn't get a lot of money when you get, when you went for funding. You couldn't. You couldn't live on your own with that money. No. So I mean, I lived with my mother. I still helped out and paid stuff. But uh, yeah, we lived together. Um, so once I was done and got a job and was able to pay my bills, uh, we moved and I paid for everything because when we were living with my mom, like I would help out a little bit, but my mom paid for most of the bills. So, but now that, uh, I'm out of school, I, yeah, I pay for everything. My mom doesn't pay rent or any bills in my house. It's where you should be. Oh, you can hear those. I could hear, I could hear those, all those grandmothers. How come she's so dumb? Lucky she doesn't get to pay rent. We don't even love that trampling with our kids. Well, I train them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom. My mom is a very giving person, so I think uh, I think we all inherited something like that too. So me and my mom, we love to travel. We've done many trips before. I mean, maybe we'll do one about trips because we we could probably do a whole segment on trips. And I'm not even talking about just places we visited and gone together, but all the mishaps that we've had. <laughs> and I literally had to start carrying stones with me because I'm convinced my mother cursed me. Yeah, because every Curse time I leave, every time I leave you behind. If my mother went traveling without me, or if I went traveling without my mother, I had the worst traveling experiences <laughs> ever. Yeah, and to the point where I was like, I'm pretty sure she just puts it out in the universe <laughs> and then curses me, and then bad things happen. So that's true. that's 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 another story for another day. We Maybe we'll talk about that next time. We'll yeah. talk about traveling. We have a and anyone lot who's to talk ever about. read about any of my traveling experiences already Here's knows I had. It's like you can't even write this stuff. Like I am so beyond cursed some days. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe maybe we'll ask you guys what you want us to talk about. Um, my mother... Oh, so, yeah, so so 
I'm working now. Um, my mother lives with me. And yeah, so we do a lot of stuff together. How about you tell them a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, this is 2015, so I guess mm -hmm. I've decided to go back to school. You know, I really wanted to go back to school, so I've been working for the federal government for 30 years. So now I'm, I go back to school. I'm retired. I don't want to be bored, but I always wanted to brush up on my English. I'm not really a good writer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from and your growing up and stuff? Because I know you've had a definitely a very interesting life. Um, was born literally on a trap line. Yes, along that, I think it's Smoky Line. They call it Smoky Line. Mm -hmm. It's a trap line along the uh, railway. So you, and my mom is also an identical twin, so you were literally born in the woods. In the woods, yeah. I always remember my grandma saying that uh, when we were born, we were born in a tent in this, uh, I don't know whether it was my grandmother or some relative anyway, delivered us. And we were, we were born out in the trap line, so we never knew, really knew. We weren't born in a hospital. We were born out in the trappers, in the trap line. So then we, when we were two years old, then we, we all ended up having TB. So we ended up What's TB? going tuberculosis. So we all ended up going to sanatorium, which was Moose Factory Hospital. So that's where originally, that's how we ended up moving into Moosini. How... How long were you in the hospital for? I remember from two years old till seven because I remembered we were still in there and I was two years behind in school. I was so far behind in school because I was trying to get, they were all trying to get caught up that people were trying to teach us uh, in, in the hospital. But most of them were all young nurses, you know, nursing. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't have education either, the nurses. So they had a hell of a time trying to teach us English. So I never really knew. Well, that's what you had said. You said you didn't really learn English till I you were seven because you seven, didn't learn English till you were school. out of the hospital. Yeah, till I get out of the hospital. As soon as I went went to school, I still didn't really understand English. But they just would. The school teachers would just pass us on account of our age. Mm -hmm. The last thing I remember is leaving Moosini when we were in grade 6 or 7. Mm -hmm. Grade 6, because the school ends in grade 6 over there. So I ended up leaving to go to residential school. That's how we started. And how long were you in residential school? Just a year, because it was getting close. It was almost closing. That's when that residential school was closing? Yeah. So were you there until it closed, or did it close shortly after? It closed shortly after. Oh. I think it just started another year, one more year, and then it closed. So I'm originally, from there, I decided to keep on going, going to school, because I really wanted to just quit school and just work. I did not like school, because I didn't really understand. It was so frustrating, so I just didn't want anything to do with school. And where did you go to residential school? So I went to Sault Ste. Marie Chinook Residential School. 
Because I was only there for a year. I always find this funny. My mom told me this story one time, and I literally, like, probably peed my pants laughing. But tell them about the first time you went, ever went to a big city, because I think this is funny. Oh, yeah. When I first went to um, Sault Ste. Marie, and they always teach you, all I remember is getting off this bus, and here's this big church, and here's this big building. I didn't know it was a residential school, and... This first time ever leaving home, so I've never really, I've never seen a, a street light. I didn't even know what the street lights were, and I thought it was just the decorations. And how old were, how old, how old I were was you? On, I was only 16, mm -hmm. 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have, you don't see those in Moosini, you know, you never see a street light or a park or, mm -hmm. you know, and. And I thought a park when everybody was, all these girls were, we were all getting together to go, let's go to the park. And I didn't even know what a park was. I thought it was a restaurant because we only have a restaurant in Moosini, and that's where everybody hangs out. And that's what exactly what I thought it was, is just a restaurant. But it isn't. It was a park with all these picnic tables. And I thought, God, that, this is what you call a park? I thought it was a restaurant. Because that's where we hang around is our restaurant in Moussini mm. called Steve Wan's Restaurant. Mm. That's where our hangout is when teenagers. And but they things. wanted to go outside they in a park. To, they wanted to go outside in the park. That was a restaurant. Another thing, too, like we were all to told about the, the street lights, explained about the street lights, and says that you must obey the traffic. You must, you know, follow the traffic. Mm -hmm. If it says, you know, the, the, when you see that sign stop, you have to stop. Mm. So as soon as I, I remembered crossing these satellites and, and all of a sudden halfway through the light, the hand, it said stop. So I The stopped. hand was flashing yeah. stop, right? and it stopped. And I stood right in the middle of the road. Well, I said, I'm following the traffic, uh, you know, the obeying traffic. Guys were honking at me, telling me, you know. Get off the road and <laughs> like when you're really, you know, when you're told to obey your signs and you know you have to obey people and all this. Well, that's obeying, all right. <laughs> you can finish crossing the road now. I'm pointing at that sign. <laughs> it's okay. You can finish walking. <laughs> okay. I thought, geez, if I get into trouble, boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Get after that guy I was thinking <laughs> for getting me into trouble. Because I was afraid of getting into trouble. Jesus. What did you think would happen if you got into trouble? Because you'd be grounded. You would be grounded if you... If Who you, would ground you, though? The school. The city? The, the, oh, the school. The school. <laughs> it's the school that would ground us. Oh, when you were residential school, yeah. you thought you were going to get into trouble at yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. That's the first thing you, you worry about, you know, when you start... If you ever do anything wrong, then you get into trouble. Then you're you're grounded, or you know. I I always find it funny. So a lot of a lot of people that you know to this day or knew growing up, um, some of them you had met in residential school. Yeah. And um, I I always found it interesting that because so you're from Musini, which is Hudson Bay, James Bay, and um, Shinnewak is actually by Sault Ste. Marie, which is by the Great Lakes, and um, you told me once that you had went to school with this girl, 
And because they got to go home on the weekends to go visit their family, you got special permission to leave the residential school on weekends and go with her to her family's house. Yeah. On the weekends. And who and who were they? Oh, that was uh, Ted Nolan. Her, his, uh, his sister, his sister's name is Barbara Nolan. Mm-hmm. She, um, I don't know how this started either. I was getting so homesick. I think, um, I think the incident that happened where your auntie Sophie ran away. So I think they were, uh, they were thinking it, that I might end up running away too. So, so my yeah. auntie Sophie is my mom's twin sister. Yeah. Even though they're residential school, they actually separated them and had them in different areas. And different they went to schools. different schools, yeah. too. So she got homesick, so they ran away. She tried to hitchhike all the way to to go home because they all got homesick. But um, So they, they figured, well, by preventing me from doing the same thing, they figured, well, they might as well go to the reserve, which is Garden River. Mm. So I went home with uh, Barbara to her to her, uh, and that was Ted Nolan. Mm-hmm. The the Nolan families in Garden River. Mm-hmm. They all know. They all know me mm-hmm. in Garden River. So they, I also went to the some of them that were from Garden River, uh, a public school called River Riverview or Riverdale Riverview mm-hmm. Public School. That's a public school we went to, and those some of those um, students were from Garden River too. Mm-hmm. But I was really surprised, so too, like when I went to the reserve, a lot of them you don't even hear they're speaking their language at all. Look, I've never heard one, not not one person speaking their language. I was, it's almost like I felt like I was the only teenager there speaking my language. In Garden River. In Garden well, River. Garden River is also Ojibwe as well, so yeah. I mean, they wouldn't speak Cree, they would speak no. Ojibwe. But I remember you telling me that, you know, you felt very comfortable there because not only were you there with your friend, but, you know, you're... Their their mom was very nice native lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were all. Uh, it was and it's a house that looks exactly like how we lived. They lived it, it like the house I was at, and um, so I really enjoyed it. So I really enjoyed it. You know, it was nice going there on on weekends because I used to feel so homesick and. I would go home there. So that's how I got to know a lot of uh, people in... In Garden River? River. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I always find that interesting. You know, you and your kind of crazy stories and and uh, people you've met and things that have happened to you. I know one of the other funny stories that I still find funny to this day is um the time that you told so my mom when my mo- when my mom and dad were dating my mom told my dad that she was going to be a call girl cuz she didn't know understand what that meant oh yeah <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah so I tell said, the what story what do you do? what do you, i laughed a call girl like i asked you i told your dad i said i'd like to be a call girl I want that's like for a job because I really was looking for a job, and I thought looking at this girl here hanging up coats in this, in this bar, I thought that'd be a nice job. So um, I thought it was what what they called I thought they called them call girls. So I told your dad I said I was only what 
I was only what I wasn't even twenty one yet. I was only about nineteen, maybe twenty. And I said, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to be a call girl. And your dad said, don't think that's going to work out that way. But that's, you know, and all this. And I said, do you know what a call girl is? I said, well, look at that woman there. I said, they're giving her money every time she's hanging up a coat. And, you know, they're giving her all this money. I said, she's making real good money because I see her getting all this money every time people walk in and she hangs up their coats. And I thought they're called call girls. What was your reaction when my dad explained to you what a call girl was? Do you know what a call girl is? I said no. He says you got you got you're going to you're going to take men to bed to have sex with them and they pay you. What? (laughs) That's what a call girl is. Holy cow! No wonder you were mad at me. I said because I said I wanted to be a. Because your dad had this look in his face like, huh. I guess so much for our relationship, you know, that look. <laughs> See, he, he was learning a lot, too, boy. He's just, he had to, he had to, he had to learn a lot from me, too, because he didn't, um, he didn't really understand what I was trying to say or things I don't understand. And, mm-hmm. you, know, so. you know, I actually have a funny story about, about call girls. I Okay, so... I am not a big fan of wearing fur and, and like what I mean, like fur coats and stuff, because when I was younger, I didn't watch a lot of TV where at least I didn't think I did, but I didn't watch a lot of TV, but growing up, I actually watched a lot of comedy with my dad and, and one of the comedies that we watched, which I've seen every episode of is, um, I'm, it's not new. Oh my goodness. Kids in the hall. Kids oh, in the hall. Yes. Um, so I watched Kids in the Hall from a young age. And and one of the skits they had were about these prostitutes on the streets of Toronto because it's really cold, so they were wearing fur coats. <laughs> and you know what they say about children and not distinguishing between factual truths and opinions and things like that? I always associate people who wear fur coats with being prostitutes. <laughs> so I will not wear a fur coat because I associate anyone who wears fur coats with being a prostitute. See, in Toronto, <laughs> which is, is the, funny because the same thing, same thing with me. I won't wear a winter. I won't would wear a fur, a fur coat because of that. Yeah, because I've seen that in Toronto. It actually really happened. It, 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 I only it's saw in it, Toronto a I, lot. I, I only saw a skit of it, and to uh, this day, it, it is, is etched in my mind and associated in my mind that people who wear fur coats are prostitutes. <laughs> that's exact. That's why I don't want. That's the reason. That's my reason why I won't wear a uh, fur coat because of that. I see it. I see it a lot in Toronto. That's why. <laughs> they yeah. So wear fur coats. My parents met while they were living in Toronto, and that's how they started dating, and that's how they got together. Even my two older brothers were born in Toronto. Yeah. So there's some of our funny there's stories. Some of, the, uh, some of our funny stories. We have a lot more. Yes, we have a lot more funny stories. Um, I don't know. Uh, so so we'll put it out to you who's ever listening, if anyone ever listens. Um, yeah, just let us know. What would you like us to talk about? We'll talk about anything. My mother is 
65 years old. I'm 31. And, you know, we definitely got a whole generation gap here. <laughs> There's funny things because uh, my mom's... A lot of stories on our trips. And yes. heading to Moussigny all the time for our trips. And, and driving. We prefer to drive, drive places. Yeah. Um, we want to go traveling more. And so, yeah. Um, I hope you found this entertaining. And uh, we'll talk to you. We'll try to do a podcast. I don't know. I was thinking about doing one once a week every Sunday, but it depends on how busy we are and how... But we're busy because I'm going to be going to school now. I think. Yeah. Maybe we'll do one every two weeks or something. Yeah. Who knows? But, um... We'll start off with... We'll start off with one... Once, once a week? Once a week. We'll try once we'll a try week. We'll try once a week. Okay. We'll try every Sunday to get a podcast out yep. and talk about different things. Um, we have tons of stories and we always have more coming on. And, um, yeah... We talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. <laughs> Fun. Okay.